Hey guys, welcome back to the Tower of Babel podcast. It's the Game of Thrones Tower of Babel breakdown. It's season three, episode six, the wall, or sorry, not the wall, the climb. It's kind of like climbing the wall, the whatever. Climb of the wall. <laughs> um, you might notice that this has been broken out of the regular Tower of Babel podcast. We've put it as its own separate thing, and it has its own separate feed now as well on iTunes. So if this is all you're interested in, you can find it on its own at the Tower of Babel, Game of Thrones Breakdowns, something like that, on iTunes and on Stitcher as well. Um, it's got its own cool um, art. It looks kind of like ours, but it has Game of Thrones stuff in it. So that's how you know it's different. <laughs> um, so we'll jump right into this episode then. Um, oh, also at the beginning of this episode, I'm gonna be playing an 8-bit version of the Game of Thrones theme. My idea is to have a different like cover of the theme for every, for not every episode, for a lot of the different episodes. Okay. And then, so this one is 8-bit Game of Thrones by Floating Point Music. He's got his own channel on YouTube. Um, bunch of different 8-bit themes, like he's got like a Tron 8-bit theme, and cool. a, a couple other ones, a bunch of other ones actually, Legend of Zelda. And So he's good, enjoy it. If you like it, go subscribe to his channel. Subscribe to ours first though. We're <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tower of Babel uh, on YouTube. Um, so the climb started with Sam and Gilly. You awesome, awesome, ri- riveting, riveting. Yeah, I, I couldn't I get enough. Seat. I can't stand them. I can't stand them. <laughs> I've always, I've always hated Sam. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, did you bring a map like you said you would? Oh, bring? I didn't. But you know what? I, I was thinking we have like computers. And <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway, fair and enough. Phones and stuff. Um, yeah, the first two scenes, like I said, like they're pretty much just there to remind you that these people are alive. <laughs> like the Sam McGilly scene, yeah, they have a fire and he shows her a, a little arrowhead that he, a little blade that he found. It's cool. Is it? It's like that. There's a reason they show that yes, blade. Yes, there is. It's but I can't really tell you. I don't want to tell you right now. I could, okay, but as from my perspective, as yeah, there's, who there's, know they're setting on, something up. It's a little bit of foreshadowing for I don't know what. Yeah. Well, in se- in season two, they found a bag with a bunch of those yeah. they're like arrowheads and daggers yeah. in them. And they were distributed, so Sam has that one. And like um, John and Grant and everybody, they all just, you know, took a couple. Egret has one? Grant, not Egret. Oh, that's okay. Um, Who's Grant? Grant, he's the guy with the beard and the nice watch. Not the commander, but the one of John's friends. Nope. There's the four of them. There's the four friends. There's oh, John, yeah, Sam, okay. Pip, and Grant, Pip, the little one. I he got killed. Did, did well, he not get this, killed? In season two, he was, he was okay, there. Oh, and there, yeah, okay. So so you, and right now, it's not clear what happened to mm-hmm. him. They don't know what happened at Craster's Keep. Okay, fair enough. Um, <clears throat> yeah, Sam and Gilly are still alive. They're heading to the wall. So is Bran and Rickon. Bran, Rickon, <laughs> and Asha and them are heading to the wall from the opposite direction for different reasons. Yeah. But. Well, that's go- cool. They, yeah. Obviously, at some point, they're all going to meet up. They're going to the wall. Like- John spent this entire episode on the wall, essentially. <laughs> so, like, maybe they meet up. Maybe they don't. I don't know. Maybe, you know, a couple will meet up. They well, they, probably. I mean, it's a big wall, I guess. It's but... a huge wall. <laughs> they could be, you know, hundreds of miles apart. I guess and on different sides. Wall. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't see Sam climbing the wall. No. <laughs> I don't think he, I don't think he has. Or, the... or Gilly with her newborn child. <laughs> oh, that too. Like they're gonna have to find another way. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. And um, also, Bran can't climb anymore. <laughs> he has no. So... <laughs> he can't even walk. But them, they're heading to Castle Black. They're yeah. Going, I think. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Um. So what's uh, the guy who can see things, uh, who's with... Jojen. Jojen Reed? Yeah. Okay. So he had a crazy seizure, uh-huh. um, and they had to, like, bite down on some things. We didn't bite his tongue. Okay. Yeah, um, sure. Uh, it happened. Or whatever. But, like, so is that, like, 
what happens when you have lots of these visions you just go crazy i guess i don't know it doesn't he's yeah he's having a vision and he was he was seizing is that is that like something that's touched upon in the book no, or no, at all no, no. That's in, just in the books like he's they call him a green seer so he has these dreams he has these visions and brand kind of has these you know he's had some weird dreams with the three-eyed raven and stuff like that yeah. right so he's had a little bit of this jojin is much more experienced with it they call them green dreams and they just you know dreams of the future just different places mm-hmm. whatever okay. but he never seized up in the books it's not a, it, i don't really care okay so as long as we're <clears throat> up north so it's John and Egret, mm-hmm. and she's like a stage five clinger. That one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Like, <laughs> okay, they had sex once, and she's like, you know, you better be loyal I, to me. I think, or, no, no, oh, I think you just take a leap of faith and assume they've done it more than once. Okay, well, point. okay, maybe they've done it more than once, but like the first time they did it, she was like, I never want to leave. Yeah, which should be like that's already stage five clinger. Yeah, stuff well. Right there. <laughs> I mean, John, John's not going to know any better, right? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um. Interesting thing for me in that scene. The only interesting thing in that first scene that they have together is how she calls him out. Like she can tell that he's obviously still loyal, or he, yeah. he, you know, he didn't come over because he truly wanted to leave the Night's Watch. He came yeah. over for his own reasons. And then she says, "Well, they don't give know, crap about me either." Yeah, here, exactly. So. We're just foot soldiers, and like this is more important to me, which is nice and yeah. nice of her. It's like it's a sweet thing to say. And then even when they're climbing the wall, and a bit of the wall like yeah. cracks and takes out half their uh, their climbing forces. Yeah. Oral has to cut them loose, and it just goes to show. Oh, so, well, okay, he he literally gives them no time at all. <laughs> no, they gotta cut them loose. They just fell. Yeah, he's yeah. like clearly and swinging. like it was so easy for John. <laughs> yeah. Like you know, if he had just waited yeah. for a couple minutes, they could have just done it. Yeah, but. nope. But he's never really liked John yeah, in the first place. Clearly, Oral. and they give him a nice stink eye, and they reach mm-hmm. the top. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that just goes to show how expendable they really are. Yeah. You know? And, the, and the CG in that whole sequence was pretty good. Yeah, like, it looked not, cool. Not, it didn't come off as overly like cheesy it just oh you know what i forgot to put on my review i wanted to put a picture of the wall cracking and say the wall defends itself that's what they say in the books oh. that's what like, the night's watch say the wall defends itself because like pieces of it fall and stuff like that oh uh, and you can see it weeping yeah. in the sun apparently according yeah, to sam you, when it's when it's sunny out when it's melting so speaking of the wall melting they talked about this i think in the last episode that you have the 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 watch like the, the night's watch has like the rangers uh-huh. and there's like engineers there's the rangers the builders and the stewards okay so the builders like what keep the wall from falling apart yeah well yeah they do they main, main, maintain the wall they also are, are charged with cutting down the trees that are, that are getting close mm. to the wall they're not supposed doing a very good job of that. no they aren't because they have <laughs> a lot of guys yeah so yeah there's supposed to be like a, a decent space between the wall and the forest where anybody attacking would be seen quickly mm-hmm. and you know shot down but they not all the castles are garrisoned they can't do it everywhere i guess that makes sense yeah so the builders do that kind of stuff, and then like maintain the armor and, and swords and like that kind of stuff. The, the smithing. Mm. Okay. All right. And then there's the okay. the stewards are like, like the ones that keep the ravens. And yeah, they cook and like John is a steward because he was attending to Commander Mormon yeah. that whole time. But he's who's really just a ranger. I mean, kinda mostly. He was kind of just they were like, grooming him for command. Is yeah, what the yeah. idea was. Yeah. Okay. Then what else happened? Then what happened after that? Uh, we have. Oh. Arya and Gendry, and uh, this scene—I don't know. Like, it, it was a good scene. I, I like. I was. I enjoyed watching it. It was a pretty big departure from the books. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, in the books, Gendry <laughs> never leaves like the the brother. Like, there's so, no, that, that, that's okay. But happen. is okay. But I understand why. I think I know why they're doing. Oh, okay, it. is that because there's? This is what I understood from doing my little bit of research. Is that there's, a, there's supposed to be another. Uh, 
bastard of. Oh, uh, well, he has tons of bastards. Yeah, but okay, but, but al- yeah. alive and. Yeah. But they're just kind of like combining these like Gendry into. That's what it seems like. The, the guy, the one that you're referencing, is named Edric Storm. He's a bastard and mm-hmm. lived in the Stormlands, but he was brought up and lived in Storm's End his whole life. But he was, you know, treated well, and he knew Robert was his father, and he was always excited when the king would come. And in the books, he's with Stannis and them because Stannis held Storm's End. Oh, okay. So like, there's a storyline with him and and Melisandre and Stannis. That I guess they're just replacing him with Gendry. Is that so? That's why so he, like, she, that's just, why like, she just showed appeared up and, so far away. <laughs> it is. It's a. It's a long distance away. When you think about, if you look at a map, like bring up a map, but like Harrenhal is where Arya escaped from, and she was caught shortly afterwards by the Brotherhood, right? And they are on their way to River Run, and they're those are fairly close together, and it's taken them this long to get you know halfway there or whatever it is. Dragonstone's on the other side of Westeros. So, like they literally have to go across the continent. Well, there. not quite. Okay, here, I'll show you. <laughs> okay, We're going to well, probably pause this podcast. But... Uh, da, da, da. You got a big map. Like, um, seriously, that's too that's too big to show. Like, okay, so see this? Okay, that lake right there in the middle? Yeah. That's the God's, like, that's the God's, the God's Eye. eye. Heron Hall's at the, the north end of that lake, okay. right? River Run is seriously, like, a, like couple, right a, couple, a couple centimeters to the yeah. nor- northwest. Uh, okay. Dragonstone is here. This, uh, that, okay, um, also, that's that. not that bad. I mean, no, in, I in, this, in this... Well, yeah, because all of this is... Yeah, here, no, this is a better one. Oh, because that's just of uh, that's Westeros. Just Westeros. Yeah. So yeah, uh, is at the top of that lake. You can see River in there with their trout. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Dragonstone is is that dragon right there. Oh, okay. So, so you assume that her ships came and they in there. But the whole idea is, Arya escapes from Harrenhal, and in that whole time to get from Harrenhal to River Run, that's where she's yeah. spending the season. They're just in the yeah. woods there. Melisandre's all the way over here, and like through all this war and pillaging. Yeah, she just goes right appears. through it. I guess, but I mean. Take a leap of faith because she's got magical powers, I guess, and that she's you know she can prophesize and like, see where they are, I guess. But speaking of prophecy, looks into Arya's eyes, says she's gonna, and talks about she eyes. See, she sees a, a great <laughs> darkness in her, and then talks about three different colored eyes that she's gonna shut forever. I'm not sure what that means. Well, I can, I can as a, you can guess what it means. Well, you think I that she's gonna it. kill us, a few people? Well, she keeps talking about wanting to. Yeah, so. well, that's the thing. But whose eyes are those then? Green I don't eyes, really get that green look. Green eyes, like, blue eyes, and brown eyes, I think, or something like that. Yeah, I don't really look at their color of their eyes, I guess. Maybe I will now. <laughs> what I get from that, the Lannisters, like Cersei and Joffrey, both have green eyes. Aelin uh, Payne has blue eyes, I guess, on her thing. And then, like, the Hound and the Mountain have brown eyes. But, like, I don't know if that's what those things mean. How do you know How do you know that? <laughs> Why do you know what <laughs> these colored eyes they are? Well, yeah. the books are very descriptive. Okay, all right, fair enough. Um... What happens after... Well, okay. So, there's a whole part with uh, Thoros and Melisandre where mm-hmm. they're talking in... Um, High Valyrian. High Valyrian. Is that different than regular Valyrian? Yes. It's just, it is? Yeah. So, they were speaking something different than what Danny was speaking... Danny could speak High Valyrian as well, though. Okay. So, but did, she could speak... In the books, anyway, she could speak a lot of different languages. Mm. But, like, yeah, High Valyrian is, like, the, the mother tongue of Valyria, obviously. And then the, the Valyrian that Danny was speaking in Astapor was kind of like a bastard version. Like, mm. it, you know, obviously, like, different like, dialect. Yeah. So, it's like... <clears throat> it had been, you know, adapted and changed by whatever. Um, but we also learned that there's a, a high priest in this religion mm-hmm. of theirs that sent Thoros to convert mm. Ra, um, Rob... Robert Robert Baratheon. Baratheon. Yeah, didn't do a very good job. No. Apparently, he's not a very good guy. No, he was just a, he was a drunk. But that's what Robert was too, and they were very close. Thoros and Robert were very close, but they were just like drinking buddies essentially. Yeah, okay. 
And so he never really believed in this whole thing anyway. No. And then when he brought back... Um, Beric. Beric Dondarrion. Yeah. Um, then he was like, whoa. His eyes were opened, kind of like, asked that, for a like, sign, no, he, and you yeah. got one. But he makes it clear that it's not his power. He just got lucky, yeah. and like... He he's had to do it a few times and it's worked, but every time it's a bit harder. Well, like she, it, she keeps saying that she shouldn't have that power. Yeah, it's it, kind of like because even even Melisandre was surprised that yeah. how many times, right? So and obviously like it's we've been we are led to believe that she's much more powerful than he is. You know, yeah, you assume so. With, a, with she's already, she's done, already done, couple, right? Yeah. Although he's also brought people back from the dead, she's never done that. Yeah. I mean, but whatever. Um... So I, I like that, like, learning more about that mm-hmm. back I did, story. too, because that didn't happen in the book. So okay, like, well, hey, that was, that was, I, it, was good, no, it was good for me, too, yeah. Um, King's Landing is where all the good stuff happens. Yeah, that was the real meat of the episode. Um, do we want to save the Varys and Littlefinger thing for later? That was definitely the best part of the episode. Yeah, I think so. Um, the other thing that, that happened, the other big thing for me in King's Landing was the Tywin and Lady Olena yeah. conversation. Oh, so good. I was actually, awesome. at, maybe... I maybe like that more Very just cool. because I really like both those. Well, characters. like that's that, those have always been really great parts of the show. It's just these like these politicians just playing each other. And you they they fucking hate each other. <laughs> they can't they act like they hate each other. Yeah. And like they just you know it, it's 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 uh, I don't know. It's always awesome to see that. And Lady Elena that so far this season has been yeah she has owning. lost. She's you know she destroyed Varys and she put Tyrion in his place. And then finally Tywin had, yeah. had was able to be like no bitch. <laughs> this, <laughs> well, he this had, is happening. He had a pretty like compelling argument, although. I love how they're, like, talking around, like, rumors and speculation that we all know is true. Like, we all know that. Yeah. And they are um, pretty much accepting yeah, it, Yeah, they're too. like, okay, so yes. But they're like, even even still, they're just trying to exert whatever power they yeah. can. It's like, well, it's like, I would be throwing another prize rose in the dirt, assuming that, you know, Joffrey isn't even the king, mm-hmm. which is, they're like, even though they kind of know it, like, there's nothing they can really do about it. Yeah. So... Yeah, they both just want the best for their family, which sounds like a nice thing, but they're going about it... Well, okay... Most of the time, <clears throat> Lady Olena hasn't been going about it in such a terrible way. She's done some mm, but like, shady stuff. I guess that one's more suggested. Yeah. That, like, but you know that she's the match. Like, yeah. she's in charge of that family, and like she's, you know, putting Marjorie there and being like, and you know, Marjorie. I I still don't trust Marjorie or Lady Olena fully, <laughs> right? Well, <laughs> Even though like maybe she was, you know, calming Joffrey down a bit. Turns out that yeah. didn't happen either. Oh yeah. But that, we'll go back to that. we'll get back to that <laughs> later. Um, I really love it when um, Cersei calls uh, um, uh, Marjorie a like a slut uh, and a whore, her, <laughs> like all the time. <laughs> She's like, oh, I we usually wear more clothes around here. <laughs> um, yeah, that didn't. He just he killed Joffrey. Killed um, Roz. Roz, but that's fine because she wasn't that big deal anyway. She wasn't. And I, I like the way that he did that. Like it was really yeah. good. Like just. I also, so, thus far in the show, like you, Varys keeps saying how dangerous Littlefinger is. Yeah. But he was really just like you know he was just another one of the politicians, just a snake. He never really yeah. understood, but like that really explained exactly what kind of man he is and like how calculated he he saw her as a bad investment, and rather than just being pissed off and killing her, he used her not only to get he revenge on her to screw up Varys's plans, gain favor with the king, and put Sansa in a position where like she has no other choice. Like yeah, he so just, he, he and that's what that's, swoop. yeah. Well, that's what his whole thing about chaos is—is is like rolling with the punches. He, you know, he looked at chaos as an opportunity, so he was screwed over. She was 
uh, betraying him, and he just used that to turn the tables and like create his own destiny. Yeah, and every time Varys and, and Littlefinger talk, it's like the most gripping television. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. like, and I really like it's funny. It's like it's like it's like a thousand blades, but it's like I've counted. There's like only there's less than two hundred. Yeah. <laughs> Those are awesome scenes. And that's, yeah. that's also Baelish. Like every time they talk, they're always in the throne room, and it's always Baelish imagining himself up there. And Varys yeah. is always saying that he's doing it for the realm. Mm-hmm. And uh, just shows how different ambitious Baelish is, yeah. and you know he came from nothing. He you know he was a little guy, and like he's doing what he can. And he's... Well, you'd call him Little Finger. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sansa learns about her her after. A... Okay, so Sansa's also was like super happy in this episode and super well, sad. She was it... yeah yeah. So she was like. Hanging out with uh, Loras, <laughs> mm-hmm. no Gadar, has, has, apparently has no idea. I think she knows, but she's just... <laughs> I don't know if she did. She didn't really come off like she did. Maybe not. But, but it's, it is one of those things that is a rumor all throughout the kingdom yeah. and whatever. But, yeah. like, I don't know. She's giving him the benefit of doubt. He's a pretty boy, and she wants to have a happy... Okay, ever fair ever. enough. And then, like, two scenes later, she's, like, crying. Turns out she's marrying <laughs> this, you know, dwarf. Yeah, he feels bad about and it. And he's but... a Lannister. Yeah, which... They don't really like talk about that much as the they will probably. they will but like that's the bigger thing I and mean, it sucks because he's yeah. a dwarf but no it also sucks because that was her way out of King's Landing and then now she can't him, leave. she's gonna be stuck with the Lannister family and they're just gonna torture her right yeah like, you just assume so well yeah although yeah they probably. have no reason to but <laughs> yeah. her brother's still an open traitor as far as they're concerned right yeah. like it's just it's not a good situation for her she could have left with uh, Littlefinger well, she had that opportunity that's why she was crying she was looking, looking at the at boat, boat. As, as, what, was she looking at the boat as a lost opportunity or was she looking at it as her only escape now uh, I think the first one yeah yeah. That's that goes with what Littlefinger was saying like some yeah. are given a chance and they refuse and then they get stuck you know so yeah well she's uh Let's see how that goes. And they didn't really talk about... Uh, they didn't even touch on Loras and um, mm-hmm. Cersei. We don't really care about those characters as much. No, you know? Like, I yeah, don't. it's going to be devastating for them, but well, Sansa's the one that's really getting screwed yeah. over. I like they called her old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she is. She's I guess. Old. I guess old for Game of Thrones people. Um, you guys are talking about her getting her me- getting menopause. <laughs> um... Then Jamie is at Harrenhal still. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got a like, little pick finger uh, thing in his hand. Is that what we had? Like a little stick? Like a well, metal pick? No, no. He was hand? just holding a fork. He was just trying to cut with his with a fork. Like, no, no, no. He had a knife and he had like... He was holding... His no, his, down his, his other hand was here. Oh, Brienne did that. Oh, Brienne okay. stabbed it for him. Okay, then I was... Okay, that makes sense. Um, so what's exactly Bolton's play here? He's trying... He's going to sell back uh, Jamie to... Tywin mm-hmm. and say you know and tell him you're not allowed to tell him about what well, happened. Well, it wasn't. Bruce Bolton didn't do that. Yeah, but he's your, his his man. Well, yeah, but he had no idea, and he you know. Yeah. So he's saying you know you tell your father I had nothing to do with this. <clears throat> he's covering his ass essentially because he at this point he kind of thinks Rob's losing the war. Mm. So, it, mm. Rob so, Rob admitted that he's losing the war. So he's, he might at one point. I feel like this is what's going to happen. This is my guess. It's really hard to predict things that are going to happen yeah. in Game of Thrones, but that. He's gonna slip through Rob's fingers again because he's gonna let uh, he's gonna let him go back to um, um, to to Tywin, yeah. and right at that around that exact moment, he's gonna they're gonna have won over Castle Rock. They're gonna have taken it, yeah. and then he's gonna be like, "Ah, oh, shit!" It's like Wait, that's, could, that's yeah. when Rob gets the troops yeah, and goes. exactly. So, and then so what is that? What's happening with Brienne? So she she was. 
is gonna, she's a traitor. She's like, a traitor. She abetted his. So she's gonna sell. He's gonna sell Tyler, or Jamie back and give Brienne over to Rob. He didn't. He didn't really make it clear what he was gonna do. But yeah, the whole thing is Brienne helped Jamie escape. So Bolton lets Jamie go and is covering his ass so that Tywin isn't you know gonna kill him for yeah. cutting his son's hand off or executing him or whatever. He's covering his ass on that side and at the same time he's treating Brienne like a traitor to the North, which is what she technically is. I guess, but I mean, how do you how do you give Brienne how do you do that and at the same time also let Jamie go? Well, nobody has to know that they were both there at the same time. He could have just caught Brienne. I guess. And, like, maybe he executes her and, you know... Maybe. Or, or maybe, mean, he, I, maybe he does. Maybe he sells her back to Rob or maybe he gives her to the Lannisters. I don't know. I do know, but I, I'm saying I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, then you said enough, then. <laughs> um, speaking of Rob, um, he had a little meeting with uh, the, the Tullys. Or the phrase. The phrase. Not the Tullys, yeah. The phrase. Um, yeah. And... Uh, Kind of forces his cousin to marry one of the ugly his girls. His uncle, yeah. His uncle? <clears throat> yeah. His uncle. That's, That's Catelyn's brother. Okay. Edmure. Yeah. It, it's, they don't necessarily say that she's ugly. It's just well known that all <laughs> his daughters are ugly. <laughs> <laughs> this 90-year-old man has like, you know, 40 children plus, yeah. you know, like... He's been like... Yeah. It's like he's been, they've been trying to marry me off to one of those damn daughters for so That's long. That's the thing, though. Like, the phrase, <laughs> the phrase are in a good position. They know that they can make demands because they got fucked over. Yeah. And Edmure is technically their liege lord. Like, they owe him homage, you know? Oh, if he yeah. called his banners, they would have to come. But they just know that they're in a, a power position right now, so they're making sure that they have one of theirs in House Tully now. Uh, that makes sense. And he also demanded Hall, which has been promised to a lot of people. Yeah, it's like uh, everyone has it once, Hall. <laughs> Although eh. I'd be much happier if he got if they got it than uh, Littlefinger because he's a douchebag. But whatever. Yeah, it's been it's been thrown <laughs> around a lot. Yeah, no no one really wants it that much. To the people who don't have people anything, want it because it's the biggest castle in Westeros, and it's it also half destroyed. And it has a lot of like you know supporting lands, mm. and it's right in the middle. You know, like it, if if the Lannisters were to take it and they hold King's Landing, it would be contributed to that side, to the, to yeah. the east. And if the Tullys are robbing them, like it could be contributed to the Riverlands as well. You know, mm, I see. And it's like yeah, it's right in the middle. Like to get either way, you would have to you cross have to go, around okay. there, that makes sense. or go down south around the lake. But okay, overall though, thoughts on the episode as just a whole? Meh. No, it's good. Like not man. Um, I've never man, not man I've never not works. liked an episode like it. What it just seemed like it was a lot of filler, you know, which has to happen. This is one of like, we were talking about what I've liked about this season uh, ever since we started this podcast about how I like that things move along. A lot of stuff didn't really move along in this episode. Yeah, and the other thing I've mentioned a couple times is how they've omitted characters like Bran and Sam from certain episodes just so the other characters could have a fully fleshed out story within that episode because they some, some characters move more than others, right? Yeah. And but we so, also haven't talked... We haven't seen Bran yeah. and Rickon in at two and episodes. And that's why they need scenes like this that just peppered in because not a lot's going on with them, but we it, it makes their journey seem like... You know, like the whole time all this other crap is going on, we know that they're still doing... They're going towards the wall. They're just walking, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you can't just not have them in the show and then just show up when there's act- when there's something happening in their story because then people would be like, well, what? you know, it would just seem like their story-, their story is so condensed. Yeah, it makes sense. So, I'm okay with it. Like, the first two scenes were slow, whatever. The The ending in King's Landing was pretty good and I think it made up for it. Yeah, no, I agree. It was pretty good, but I, I mean, the show, this episode, probably the weakest of this yeah. season. I think last, last season was definitely, or last episode was definitely much stronger. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not but, even. I don't know. I mean, I'm still, I still enjoyed it. I still watched it a few times. I'm gonna watch it again on Wednesday or tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, hasn't seen it yet. It's, ah, it's good. Um, 
just the show, not this episode yeah. so much. Oh, but yeah. the, um, I purposely didn't want to talk about Theon because fuck that story. Whew. Nothing's going on. It's the same thing. Again, they over didn't reveal again. the dude's name. <laughs> <laughs> He's just toying with him. But yeah, he just likes to torture him. He just enjoys afflicting pain. On yeah, him. and he's like, well, let's and play a game, and then yeah, then he. Oh, by the way, I was lying. So, yeah. oh, this whole scene pointless. <laughs> what I will say about that. They have hinted at the character's name. Like, if, you, if you've been paying attention, but you would have to go back and watch some of season two stuff, they have said his name. Mm. And also, stuff that was happening in that scene, what he was doing to Theon, also hints at his house, I guess. Okay. I'm not going to tell you who he is, but, like, <clears throat> there are a couple little hints. But okay. it's not that important that you need to know right now. Still, all right. I guess it's, it's, it's to make up. It's going to pay off later, I assume. But um, it's just right now, it's frustrating to see the same thing play out over and over and not, literally this is like the definition of treading water <laughs> um we didn't see uh danny we didn't see stannis yeah. and we didn't see are we missing anyone is that the well doubles but that's kind of stannis well, and doubles is the yeah. same kind of storyline so that's about it I think. uh we touched on it. almost everyone yeah i think so yeah okay yeah daenerys wasn't in this episode she's the other thing, Young Kai has been featured in the opening credits twice, twice and they haven't even mentioned it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. So, like, I mean, you assume that she's going there because she's right there. Nobody yeah. else is going to go there, but I don't know why they just keep including it if she's not going to go Next there. Next week, I guess. I don't Hopefully, know. Hopefully, yeah. They're that's just too lazy that's to That's change what the... I said about them <laughs> revealing that dude's name. And they said <laughs> <laughs> well, they've still got four episodes left to yep. do it, so... Yeah. And two before one... Uh, really really big one yeah for episode 9 yeah but um, that's what I'm looking forward to most episode 9 has been the best episode of every season so far both episode 9 and 10 like judging from the the, the names the, the episode names both of those are going to be really good episodes I haven't 10. even looked at them I'm trying to keep like if they, you without having read the book it won't give I guess that makes sense I mean I, but I guess going into this season if I'd read this episode is called The Climb I probably could have guessed maybe yeah The Climb is a, is a, <laughs> a bit more <laughs> yeah. obvious but last week what was it um, uh, Fire Kiss by Fire Kiss by Fire which is I guess what reference to hair color it's, well in the in the <laughs> north yeah the wildlings call anybody with red hair Kiss by Fire is supposed to be lucky it's okay. very rare up there so, uh, so that's not even a spoiler that's just like whatever right yeah okay that makes sense that and also in that episode Beric was fighting with a sword and like yeah, it was about fire. the hound so like yeah. I guess you could interpret it either way I think most of the, I guess the climb had two interpretations as well this week. Yeah, so, yeah, which is fine. But it, like, yeah, it was about the wall. Yeah, you know, you knew that if you if you yeah, in, yeah. yeah you know, um, and that's fine because you know that's gonna happen no matter what. Eventually, that was gonna happen. Mm-hmm. So I think that pretty much covers everything as far as this week's episode of Game of Thrones. Thanks. So. Um, if you want to find more of our discussions, it's at towerofbabblepodcast.com. You can find our channel on YouTube. We're on iTunes and Stitcher. Uh, we've got the Tower of Babel Game of Thrones breakdowns on iTunes and Stitcher as well. Um, I think that's pretty much everything on Twitter as well, Tower of Babel Cast, and uh, Facebook. And email us at Tower of, ba- Tower of Babel Podcast at gmail.com. I think that's everything. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week um, when we discuss episode... You know what the title of next week's episode is called? Episode 7, The Bear and the Maiden Fair. Okay. See you then.